It is a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I shall take care of this. All right. Thanks, honey. You're welcome. Hello, my dear ones. It's a little crazy around here, you know. Wanted to touch on a couple of things. I'll deal with this one. Yeah, we've got some... Um, I was... Uh, I really enjoyed reading that one about the nurse practitioner, the last one. I love you guys uh, out there helping people. And when you realize that the world is so simple in health, and that it isn't about putting toxic chemicals into people and all that that implies, right? Suppression, uh, uh, toxic effects. I mean, you just go on down a whole world of things there, you know? And then there's so many pharmaceuticals that don't interact well, and you generally don't know it until it's a little late. Hello, Dr. Morris. I hope all is well with you and that you continue fighting the good fight. Yeah, let's do it. Wait a minute, I can't do it without you guys. Come on. I gotta have you guys with me. You know, this one man standalone crap. Mm -mm. That's why I love you guys. Feels good to have some uh, fellow beings like minded and, um, you know, helping to fight the fight because these humans are sick. I don't have much info so far. It is. I'm hoping you can give some insight. He's watched our videos for the past four or five years. Thank you. Now, a friend of his, uh, that's sad. A friend of mine hit his head during a four-wheeling accident. <sighs> yeah, I thought my son was going to be in a, a quad in a chair. The way he, he jumped these four-wheelers, he even had a pickup. He jumped. It's like, ah, oh. it was just, I mean, some people, I mean, my son had adrenaline junkie tattooed on his chest. It's like, oh. He had some brain bleeds, oh, poor fellow. brain swelling, aortic tear, and doctors put a stent in. Boy, he had a little bit of a, a beat up. Uh, seemed to be working. They woke him up, but he was angry and confused, so they put him back under a medically induced coma again. Ah, shut up. Oh. <laughs> then he developed an infection of some sort. Maybe he started filtering properly in his kidneys, and they go, oh, oh, you can't proper filter from your kidneys. <laughs> and pneumonia. Well, you know, when they got him on O2, you know, of course, it's only two liters or whatever, but there's a mix. And all that, all that oxygen, if you want to break up mucus in your lungs, just start deep breathing or proper breathing from the abdominal area and then the thoracic area, you know, one, two, and breathe in like that. You do that enough, pretty soon. <coughs> you'll get a, a ball of mucus coming up. First, that shows you the power of O2, you know, in breaking things up like that. They need an uh, infection. Who knows what the heck, you know, again, with this high of oxygen, he might seen some filtration, and they're looking at his urine going, oh. Now, this is the problem, again. When you get it, and you see it, and you go, well, they're killing people. Yep. And I told you a story about one of our uh, clients that they killed, uh, just going into the ER fatigued. I don't have much more info, but I received word they are going to pull the plug in a few days. And they would, wouldn't they? 
would this be too late to try to pull him back, maybe try to convince family to keep him plugged in and work on him? Can the brain recharge and respond after being down for a week or so in that condition? Absolutely can. Absolutely can. Matter of fact, we want to do that, that one on this lady that, um, I don't know if you remember this, but the cameraman's wife, they were doing a segment in here and as soon as they got home, she went down. They were taking her to the coroner's office. She came back. And, uh, of course, they don't know what to do with people like that. She was in a coma, and uh, when she came out, of course, that was tough. She didn't have any memory. She didn't have anything like that. Well, as soon as she came out of the coma, cameraman's been filming all our, our um, classes and everything. Well, he knew immediately. He put it on fruit, and already had. He had already corresponded with us. already had the herbs there for him. And, boy, you ought to see her today. Holy crap. There's no, for a while, she didn't know where she was or anything like that. And as we started using the brain and nerve and circulation formulas, and she went on fruit, I mean, he filmed it all too, which was interesting, he's a filmer. So we're doing, we're gonna do a whole video on that. He, he filmed everything that deals with her. And it was interesting, he just texted me and said he stood up to her medical doctor and he's now feeling really good because they wanted to do all kinds of tests, radiations in the brain and everything like that, and she's already back to normal. So it's just that sort of insanity. Uh, don't touch what don't need to be touched. So, all right, so what would you do with someone like this? And here's the thing. The poor lad, obviously, is uh, probably intubated and everything else, so he's probably IV fed. So that's where the problem comes in. Most of the countries on this planet don't understand the power of the herb. And... Uh, and they don't have any uh, IV herbals. IV herbals, you're going to give them bleeding, right? Because you want to stop all internal bleeding. At the same time, if you can ratchet up that parathyroid gland and get faster calcium utilization with a mix like that, depending on what you're giving him to eat, uh, might even have a button tongue on this one. Might even be able to get a um, good electrical uh, combination of cow mag and some other close family members and get some of these tears healed fast. But fruital, you see what it did to the toe. So he will rapidly heal in an alkaline state, and that's the issue. He's getting that through the oxygen, but I don't know what his IVs and what they give him, you know, but once they pull out of that uh, TPN stuff, but then it's just a chemical mix. And he needs living electrons. He needs a living uh, uh, vibrant chemistry and so he doesn't need proteins or anything like that you give him brain and nerve you give him circulation so the same thing applies if they can pull him out of the coma that they put him back in and get him feeding even with a feeding tube you know get a gastric feeding tube that's perfect because then it doesn't matter right so if you can get a, a feeding tube in him you can put the diet up him and you can put the herbs up him and all of that right up him and that's what you want to do is you want to electrify, you want to turn on. There's been trauma. Trauma is highly acidic, like diets and everything else. So you want to alkalize immediately. Remember that uh, young lad I tell you about, 43, that had a heart attack? Uh, and I pulled him back out of that with my thumb and his foot. I got to the uh, ICU and for lunch he had a barbecued beef sandwich with french fries. There's just the thing to do to someone if you want to kill them. 
It's just the thing to do. That or give them too much water. You know, you get a lot of ways to kill your patients, and no one even suspects it. Uh, so, protein in a very post-myocardial infarction, criminal. So, this is what I would be trying to do, is trying to get a feeding tube in this lad, somehow get him out of coma, if they can sedate him in another way. Uh, these herbs and these foods will sedate him. It, it, it's just that it brings peace. It brings peace and relaxation. It doesn't, and it, it's not like it's a lack of energy peace. This is dynamic peace, dynamic energy. And when you have dynamic consciousness or energy, it's not stimulated hyper. Ooh, it's, you know, I see ya. So that's kind of what I would be trying to do. Get those kidneys, because he's in a sedentary state. So you want to move some things through botanicals. It's perfect, right? I mean, we do that in uh, nuclear medicine in a stress test. If you're in a wheelchair, you can't give them activity. They'll give you a persantine or some crap like that that mimics, that makes the body mimic exercise. I mean, I've, I've been there, you know, I've seen it, been part of it. <laughs> so, from my opinion, it's never too late. Never too late. What's kind of late is a medical doctor's thinking. If they understood that we're the regenerators, we come in and re regenerate tissue. Remember what the name the regenerator? So, we're the regenerators. We come in and regenerate tissue. But you can only do it under the alkaline sky of chemistry, obviously. You can't give someone acids in this state. So, yeah, it's that sort of thing. So you want kidneys for sure. I would want a little lymphatic, a little drawing, right? So lymphatic one, three lung. You could break up a lot of mucus and that oxygen, if he's intubated and having oxygen going in, <laughs> he's going to get enough mucus. And then uh, who knows, because you actually have a reverb from that. Could have a suction machine there, I guess. But, um, you know, when he's sedentary like that, it, it, it sets up a whole host of issues that you, you need to know about, and then you can help them right out of these things. But I've just seen them pass these people off for death, just like they want this lad, pass them off for death, because they don't know how to do with them. I mean, you don't know what to do with anybody like that. They don't even know what to do with someone that has any type of oh, diseases. You know what I mean? <laughs> this was a real sweet uh, thank you from this uh, from Anna from Croatia. I appreciate that, honey. Made me cry. This lady can't remember ever being healthy. And uh, I mean, she's been sick all the way from breathing problems, suffocating, uh, throat always closing, lungs, I mean, just you name it. Eyes narrowed with inflamed. I mean, you just go down this through the years, this poor lady, suffer, suffer, suffer. Had headaches so strong that I walked home on all fours. <sighs> I mean, oh, God. Itching and burning of the skin, so you know she's full of fungus. I survived that way until I was 19. Whew, man. 
When I was uh, almost killed in a car accident, my diagnosis was brief, severe concussion, bruising and bleeding, uh, amnesia, acute deafness. Whew, man, that make me cry. Damn. You know, herniated disc in the neck and it just goes on. All the above is uh, accomplished by depression, confusion, chronic exhaustion, headaches, and uh, desperate pain in the neck, arms, back, and legs. Occasionally I would have sciatica and my neck hurt so often that it became normal for me. That's what I'm saying. Some of you guys live in pain constantly and you just have to accept that it's normal. And I'm saying, stop. It is not normal. Let's get you out of pain. It's not that difficult. You know, the body will even realign itself, although we have some very fine chiropractors out there that that can do that. Of course, we have bad chiropractors like we have bad nature paths, like you have bad medical, like you have bad everything. You just have to be aware. That's why I'm educating you. Be aware. If I can educate you on truth, on chemistry, how the body works, how simple all that is, then you will not be taken advantage of. Be like the cameraman stood up to the medical doctor and said, you're not going to x-ray my wife's brain right after she's had... I mean, that's the kind of idiocy these people are in. What do you have to x-ray to know what it looks like? It's, uh, you know, I, I, the harm done to tissue is, does not... Uh, uh, an x-ray does not outweigh not knowing. Any change of weather would get you back in bed. Every wrong movement caused pains that would last for weeks. The doctors explained to me I had to find a way to accept my condition. Don't you love that? Don't you just love that? That's what's been on this planet for how many years from these medical jerks? No offense. I hate, I'm sorry. But when you get this for 50 years, like I have, 50 years, every day, almost, you go a little nutso. Now you're starting to look at that modality like, who the hell are you guys? Which would not improve. They helped by prescribing me a handful of medications from which the pain did not stop and felt dull and drugged. I was alive but didn't live. She goes on. She says she discovered us and spent hours and hours watching our videos and yeah, you're good, honey. This one will make me cry, so I ain't gonna read it. I am a wife, a mama of two beautiful girls, so I decided to take a level one test to help myself even more, to help my family and also help around me who suffered from lots of health issues. Thank you, Dr. Morris, for everything. Oh, well, let's put it this way. Do not suffer as much pain anymore. So those are pretty cool. The whole point of doing this is uh, getting you guys out of suffering. You know, there was one here. What did I do with that one? I really wanted to talk about that one. And let me look here real quick. There's so much stuff on my desk, of course. Now, it'll pop up. But what was it? Anyway, here's one. I was wondering why we focus on ingesting alkaline foods. Okay, here it is. Alkaline foods, uh, when everything that enters the body through the stomach gets acidified, I disagree with that. Uh, at what point does it become alkaline and alkalizes the body? Uh, 
how does an acidic chine produce alkaline ash if alkaline is ingested? See, here's the thing. And the same thing, I think, with uh, bicarbonate. The misunderstanding in medical lore is that bicarbonate neutralizes everything that's acidic. Well, you've got a lot of acidic uh, minerals and nutrients that are in these foods. So if you claim that bicarbonate is going to neutralize all these acid principles, actually, if you understand stomach chine, hydrochloric acid simply releases pepsin and is essential in a heavy protein structure. Well, fruit is not a heavy protein structure. Vegetables are heavier protein structure. The question is how much, if any, hydrochloric acid is needed in a simple amino acid structure like a fruit and even a vegetable. Uh, with that said, because you have alkaline enzymes in your mouth that you start digesting. So if you uh, live with that idea that the stomach turns everything acidic, then the mouth starts the digestion, goes to the stomach, that's all neutralized, all that sets up all kinds of gases and stuff, just neutralizing that. So then, as uh, soon as you leave the stomach, you go back to the same or similar digestive enzymes out of the pancreas. And of course, in following up with the uh, pepsin, you're going to have trypsin, chymotrypsin. You're going to have the breakdown of now, hopefully, uh, peptides, polypeptides, you know, and down into amino acids. You don't have that, that chain of events when you're dealing with simple structured amino acids like fruits and vegetables. I mean, it would be interesting to do research in a situation like that to just see uh, when a fruit meal is consumed, you know, let's say like an alkaline fruit, like a uh, darker um, a grape. Uh, there, I have, I've watched my body I'm very sensitive to all the, the uh, fluids in it, and I don't feel... Now, too much fruit can just in itself, you know, you've got a lot of fruit that's acidic, have acid principles in it, I'll put it that way. But you, if you're claiming everything, the stomach turns everything acidic, then bicarbonate neutralizes it, and then you have no nutrition left, guys. See, you have to, you have to understand that there's nutrition at every level, and that your type cannot be acidic moving through the bowels. This is the problem. And you see the difference when you go on a raw food diet, the difference between how that inflamed bowel from a protein chime as opposed to a carbohydrate chime, the difference between taking out, let's say, ulcerated uh, 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 walls and, and narrowed walls and things like this, you know, like uh, Crohn's, IBS, I mean, the list is long. Ulcerative colitis, I mean, you're down a long line of that. It's just burning from, from the acid stagnation. And it's just, how bad is the burn? You know? Like, we talked a lot about that. When ladies have endometriosis, the burn can be so bad, they can actually weld the uterus to the bowel wall. And it's like, amazing when I see these post-surgery reports and stuff, they had to cut the uterus off the wall. So, some of the stuff that in, and in physiology, I just totally disagree with, and Pat does too. And we've talked a lot about that. We didn't get into the stomach acids and how that, how that changed. I don't know if I was at that class or not. But important to understand that, no, 
you have to start thinking how the body's going to deal with this type of chemistry and if everything's turned acid. Hydrochloric acid isn't there to turn everything acidic. They're to activate pepsin. So you have to be... I, and there's a lot of things that hyperstimulate hydrochloric acid and pepsin. There's a lot of that. And you can go into that deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's like, it's enough to say that. See the difference. For all of those that have inflamed bowels, you all know all you have to do is go on a protein diet for a couple days. Of course, I wouldn't recommend it with ulcerative colitis or anything like that, but you could try that. And just do a high protein diet. And then uh, once you get over that pain, uh, go to a, a, a raw food diet, even, even a, a light vegetable mix, and a, a fruit mix that is not too acidic, like applesauce with cinnamon, stuff like that. See the difference of how one soothes and one irritates. You don't soothe with acid chime. You irritate. And so you can see the effect yourself. So sometimes when research from the 1900s or 1800s, you know, stays in these books, it's like the liver converting glucose to fructose. I've never seen anything so stupid in my life. Disagree with it wholeheartedly. So it's just, there's so much of that out there that kind of, but I wanted to talk about that because I thought it was a dang good question. I did. I know this is a real good question. Because a lot of people, th I mean, in physiology, A and P, you would want to ask that question. Why, you know, because medical things, and matter of fact, I don't know what video it is, but Pat and I talked about that, talking about uh, bicarbonate neutralizing. Because some medical doctor was throwing off how bicarbonate, so nothing can become acidic because bicarbonate neutralizes, so it can't get in the blood as acid ash, blah, 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 blah. But that's not what you see. See, the one thing about some of these, uh, ideas and misconceptions of, uh, in the medical world is that you don't see it in actual practice. See, you don't see that. What you see is just how it is. You know, if you eat acid-forming foods, foods that are high in nitrogen, foods like high amino acid complexes, uh, like proteins, when you eat those, you're creating a very acidic chime. Not so with the raw foods. So how the body deals with that would be interesting to find out. A lot of research is not even on the raw foodists and on the healthy people at all. So, be interesting, you know, in some of that. Why there's so many, so much research we could do that answers so many questions. Boy, it'd be so much fun for some of you guys that think like this to get together and have a lab and let's let's look at that. Here's one. Uh, this, is the, this pertains to the class, lymphatic iridology, and she says, I have an eye mapped out and now see that the pupil is shifted upwards and to the left. Yeah, well, we put those on those mappings for you guys to realize that pupil's not always dead center in the eye. No, it can be pulled for one reason or another. You can claim uh, the condition of the fibers because you got blood, nerve, and lymph everywhere. And once a glomulation sets in, you can pull a fiber, pull a muscle, pull a tendon, pull... Well, that's what you see in scoliosis. How does that affect uh, what organs and glands I associate lacunas or lymphatic congestion with? Do I consider them also pulled toward and left from their original positions? Now, I hope I explained that right in class, but the center of the pupil, in my opinion, is always the center of where you're going to go. 
The 12, 6, 3, and 9 are always positional to a round eye. So if the pupil pulls gently toward the nasals, then you're going to follow that. And if you look at some of those, you will see the trabecula being pulled with it. If you look at that, follow that trabecula pull, right? And that'll, that'll take you right home right there. And then you'll start to see. You have to kind of look at that and see how it affects the surrounding tissue when you see that pull. But everything should still be in those positions. But you do get that pull. This other one is good, too, because... If I, see, uh, if I see lymph nodes backed up in the iris, in the lymphatic ring, not the rosary, right? just a few here and there, should I relate them to the corresponding organ or gland that they are adjacent to? For example, will a backed up lymph node on the left eye at 3 o'clock be associated with the heart? If so, can I conclude that this particular backed up lymph node could affect heart function? specifically. Yeah, in my opinion, your lymph nodes are outer. When you see it within the tribecula near things, that's it, in my opinion, in those tissues. So uh, you see that a lot in breast areas and chest areas, you know, where you see that out a little bit. So, yeah, I when you start seeing them outside of the rosary, it, now you're worried about is it a is it a lymph node or is it a tumor or a cyst? Because that's what happens. You start seeing them, and I kind of feel like you do. Most outside of that movement of blood circulation and lymph will be more in toward the tissue or in the gland itself. The big thing about that also is you'd want to look at the gland, look at that lacuna, if there is one related to any gland, let's say like the pancreas, the gallbladder, gallbladder in particular, and pancreas, because both sides it's snugged up into the GI tract, which is genetics, of course, but also how it maps out. Look at that ring, that ropey ring around that organ or gland. Just like we show you the bowel rope or ring that's supposed to be the autonomic nerve breath, that's really the actual lymphatic. To me, the bowel rosary, the lymphatic rosary of the gut, uh, you're going to see those in all these other um, uh, organs and glands. To that degree, if you see an adjacent or a close swelling, you know, like a white dot, and it can be yellow, you know, as it moves towards subacute, yep, then you're going to know that that's related to that uh, organ even more, and say, trouble, trouble. Mm -hmm. You might even see it around the ovarian areas related to ovarian cysts. But you can also see a lot of lymph stagnation in that ovarian areas and still get ovarian cysts from that. But I don't like to see those little dots anywhere. And a lot of them are from mama. So as the baby inside of herself comes along and the mother's not filtering, then the baby's not filtering. This is why we see so many tumors now, and it's just a sad thing. I'm waiting for the questions to start rolling in. How do we, uh, how do we detox that infant in mama? How do we detox the fetus? <laughs> you know, because uh, you've got all types of uh, abnormalities now, genetics and stuff. And how can, if you want to identify them early, then does the mother have a chance to rebuild that? like in Downs and things like that, I'm saying, hell yes. You know, 
mamas, we're taking back our powers. We're going to learn how to take care of our babies, not the medical way. That's a surefire way of getting them to hell. I mean, look at all the Gerber's. Remember, it wasn't that many years ago. Gerber baby food had 11 different pesticides in them. That's when they decided to come out with an organic brand. And I've always asked myself, you still come out with the ones with the 11 pesticides they discovered in them? You know, I mean, that's insanity. These are neurotoxins. That's insanity for these poor children. And there's, okay, so you have all the ways to get neurotoxins. How does anybody have a chance to have a good life when their neurological systems are constantly being suppressed? It's amazing. Mm -mm. Enormously grateful to you. Oh, wow. My two-year-old granddaughter has uh, croup and uh, strider. My daughter took her to the hospital and they gave her steroids. Yeah, of course. <laughs> For the croup? The croup? Please recommend a natural way of bringing her croup under control. As a grandmother, I am having a hard time seeing her suffer. All right, so the first thing you want to do is get her on a fruit diet. Because the same thing with the oxygen. It'll start breaking up all this congestion out of her lungs, bronchi, voice box, sinus, all her throat, larynx, everywhere. And so she'll probably have a lot of this coming up. And so getting all that irritation and mucus and all that, whenever you have anything that is outside of the normal, from coughing to sneezing to, you know, anything like that at any level, you know it's your body's effort to eliminate. Eliminate what? What could my body want to eliminate? What does your body eliminate most of the time when you start seeing that <coughs> little bit of mucus? Yeah, well, what's in that mucus? See, and some, some mucus comes out black. Some people cough up black mucus. Some brown. You know, that's your chronic mucus, and then you get the subacute, the yellow, and then you go to the clear, the type of mucus, which is more acute mucus. But that's the sort of thing that, but let's go back. Any dairy products whatsoever would be a huge no-no, wouldn't it? Any dairy products whatsoever. You want it on total fruit. How old is this? Two-year-old. Perfect. Total fruit. And, and fix up stuff that they enjoy, you know, like applesauce and cinnamon. I keep bringing that up. But things like that. Grapes. Freeze the grapes. You know, things that they can chew on. You know, little treats like that. Frozen grapes are delicious. I mean, a lot of things you can do with frozen bananas and, and, you know, all kinds of fun things with the children. If, if Holly can make her dog a fruititarian, you can make a two-year-old fruititarian a fruititarian. But um, the other thing is, what do you think I'm going to say? Broken record? Two years old, guys, what would you think? Kidney and adrenals? Oh, big time. Ah, big time. And I would want to inform mom to watch her as she grows. Did you have any postpartum depression? Is the baby having any clicking of the bones, loose skin? I mean, looking for parathyroid, perhaps pituitary. Any growth factors too fast, too, too slow? I mean, you want to look at all of that. If it's too fast, just keep them on fruit. It'll balance out. But too slow, you got to work on the pituitary. Because if not, then it affects all the other endocrine glands. And then you start having uh, calcium utilization problems, all kinds of problems like that. So, definitely.
want to put them on a fruit diet. But herbal-wise, you definitely want to go after the kidneys, the endocrine glands, a little dabble, do you, two years old. I would do the three-lung formula as opposed to a lymphatic formula. Two years old, four drops. You know? And expect when you do that, that this little one can have fevers, go into detoxification, and could be sooner than later. So when that happens, just be prepared for that. And fevers, you cool them down to 103. Remember, children love 104, 105. People freak out. Don't freak out, kids. That's just the way they rock. So you cool them down to 103, 102. Cool, cool. Set them in a little cold water. But don't stop the detox, because if they don't go through it now, it'll be later. What you don't allow your body to go through now, and I think this is a lot of you guys that are doing these extended dry fasting. Uh, someone said, well, I think it was Megan we were talking about, Hildy. And I have no idea what she does, but or did. Uh, but extensive dry fasts are like crazy. But people are into that. And I get that that need at a certain point to dig deeper, to see what you can get out, to go deeper. I had it, but I didn't get too over the top with it because I needed to get out of the woods and start teaching. It was like, get out and go teach what you know. And I'd already been into Ekankar and traveling with the masters and all kinds of things. And so it was like, you've had enough for yourself. Now you get out. <laughs> so I said, okay. Okay. This is from Sarah. Hello, I watched Dr. Morse's video on baby formula, and I wanted to email and ask if we have a specific formula you can recommend. Well, I love ours. Gotta get our lab's butt gear, but they're so busy I don't you know, I don't know where they are on that. I uh, have to find out. We've all, we're going through major changes. Then we had a major water leak. Oh my God! I mean, two inches of water all through this. We have six units here. Luckily, this unit did not get any water whatsoever. It's like, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, everybody else is sitting about that thick. <laughs> yeah, our parking lot looks pretty full of desks and everything else out there. <laughs> like, ah, negative forces. Ah, eat them for lunch, right? Right. All right. Yeah. Never be deterred by that. I, I I get her. I would not want to go to goat's milk either. Be honest with you. I mean, that's what we pushed in the earth. Jensen went nuts. He wrote a book on goat's milk, of course. And of course, he raised goats and stuff. And I wouldn't touch it. Matter of fact, I told you what he had for breakfast every morning, didn't you? But one of the things he had for breakfast is a big glass of. It was either half goat's milk and half carrot juice, or more goat's milk and a little carrot juice. Can't remember. Oh, that was probably the best part of the breakfast. Oh, but you know, wasn't a vitalist, and I can't condemn him. That man was amazing. You know, had a good brain and everything else, and just brought out a lot of stuff in his life. And it isn't always easy working in the healing arts. It's uh, sad sometimes to see so many people suffering. It rips you, you know. Well, it's not always easy, and it's not like a medical guy. Oh, well, I can't take her. Gal, take take this pill. See you, see you whenever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, must be nice. Not really, because I couldn't sleep at night knowing I gave him a toxic pill and 
wondering if they're going to survive it or not. Remember, there's fatal events tied to almost every pharmaceutical. And you got to wonder every time you give one whether one of your patients are going to be the one. Because one of my uh, uh, clients was a uh, paraplegic. I think it was a car accident. And uh, his wife called me one day and he said, what did you do to my husband? Well, what do you mean? He just had a heart attack through three blood clots or something like that and had a heart attack and she was calling me from the ER. I'm going, ah. and I was a younger lad then, and I'm going, ah, I don't know, I don't, you know, everything we do alkalizes and breaks apart clots. We don't create clots. Acid diets and things create clots. We use a hydrating alkaline diet which breaks apart, but I said it doesn't sound right. So I went down and I went and saw him. He was still in the, he, no, I think they'd got him to ICU by then. So I went down and visited him. I him how he was doing. Doing all right. And I said, I have no idea. I said, when you get out of here and get balanced, come in and we'll go over this. So I had him in my office. And I was sitting there, he's in a wheelchair, of course, and I'm going, man, that sounds like something an antibiotic would do. He looked over at his wife and his mouth dropped. And I looked at her and I said, what'd you do? Well, he had a little UTI and so we took him to his doctor and they put him on Cipro. Well, my, uh, my mate is a cardiac nurse and so uh, I have all kinds of PDRs, of course, here anyway. And Cipro, holy crap. They actually still produce and give this away like candy. So that's when I really learned about Cipro and it's used in our, it's used everywhere. Used, used commonly. And the fatal event level on that, the blood clot level on that is very high. Oh, well, just shame on you. Shame on you. They've been killing people for years and laughing it off or something. That's ah, part of our statistics. <laughs> yeah. That's why we have portals opening up everywhere. Did you guys get, catch Skinwalker Ranch last night? Now Blind Frog Ranch turned to come on here. I got to see what's in that container there, that gallium that they found, and what else? Ooh, it's exciting stuff. That was interesting last night, though, how they found that. Never did. It just looked like, it really looked like an organic structure of atoms hanging in the middle of the air. I mean, it's pretty cool, pretty cool. And then they're quite showing the Navajos uh, symbols for uh, portals and, the, you know, it's, it's getting good. But uh, make your own. You make your own formulas. And when your children are starting to get one years old, even earlier than one, start them on sucking on fruits and things like that to get the fruit juices and sucking on the tender fruit and enjoying the sweetness and flavors of that because that's where life is. Once you get used to the flavors and the easy digestibility of fruit, really hard to even go back to the vegetable matter. I have a hard time eating vegetables, but I do, you know, to keep myself halfway balanced though. I don't feel near the same. Oh good, I'm getting my locks fixed. Yeah. All right, I can do one more and then I got to go. Dear Dr. Morris, I enjoy your videos and insight into health. I appreciate that, guys. Keep, keep, 
things simple. You start with simple pillars of how things are constructed, then you can move into the complexities of things. It's kind of like, well, for example, the God worlds. When you understand the God worlds, if Ekankar was good at anything, it was showing you, and Twitchell was bringing out the anatomy of creation. The physiology is obviously there, and you're learning it in science. You have physics, you're learning about electromagnetic frequencies, chemistry isn't rules up in these higher worlds. There's no chemistry up in here. So it's interesting to see how we're laid up, how we come down in consciousness, we take on a mind, we take on an ego, which is the individualized self. Then we have, that's the I am faith, the etheric worlds. We come on in cosmic consciousness, that's pure mind, that's a blue plane here. That's where everything becomes one, yet you're still an individual. Then when you start to come down into causal, that's going to be the pinkish area there. The causal worlds, um, or the orange area, the causal world is where the mind is so dualistic. That's memory, that's past, future. Uh, that's where all the Akashic records, all the events, everything is kept there, past and future, because creation's already finished. It's hard to understand some of that some people. Then you have the emotional world, which is the astral worlds, and then you have the physical worlds of, of chemistry and more dense form. These other worlds, including the astral, are far less. That's why everybody's having these phenomena and ghost stories and stuff. Those are astral levels. And you have, maybe we talked about all the frequencies. I mean, there's all kinds of things, and that's why I say, Keep your karma good. <laughs> you start to realize how huge and how exacting everything is. It's like humility, love, good, good to have. Or, oh, oh, butt kicking is at hand. And not by any of us, by the divine. Uh, I am a uh, pediatric speech-language pathologist and work with a few children with genetic disorders. I would love to gain your insight into genetic disorders. There's a new one called GPT-2. Uh, any suggestion for treatment for these children? You know what? And this is Anita. Boy, I, that is sweet because remember I was telling you about the cases of the quad with fruit and vegetable juices where he had severe scoliosis, his right leg fractured, right, uh, and bulging out, pulling his right leg up two inches, and the body on its own realigned itself. We have children that's too short, too tall, we can stop or increase and bring to homeostasis. We've done all of this by working on endocrine glands, by bringing the body into an alkaline state. Here's what we miss. When you look at things from a physical viewpoint and you're like the little old me looking into the ever omnipresence of everything and you see yourself as this isolated little bitty thing, it's hard to understand anything in life. You have to swap your viewpoint from looking at life from this little bitty individualized self from looking at it from above, like you're at the top of a mountain overlooking a valley. How do you do that? Thought is what keeps you down here. Your, your conditioned thoughts, 
You're in a human body. Oh my God, I must be limited. You're closed off memories. All of this keeps you here. And then all the attention grabbing TV, electronics, everything that grabs your attention pulls you deeper into the world of creation. Doesn't free you. Uh -uh. So to look above, you have to quit thinking. This is the thing we've been talking about for so long, but that's tough for some people to understand. Haven't you ever just had a day you're sitting back just daydreaming? Take that and quit daydreaming and just watch things. And sit by the traffic and just watch. Watch as the mind starts to look and engage. That's when you can practice keeping it up. Oh, a blue. Oh, there's a green. Co- oh, look at that. Just watch. Don't let the mind label. Just watch. Consciousness doesn't label. It just is. There's there's nothing you can say about it. We've talked a lot about this. But having that viewpoint and understanding of how consciousness or you become embodied. All right. So apply that to everything you see. All your plants, your animals, the fruit, everything you see, all the chemistry you see, all the frequencies you see, everything has these levels to them. And so when you're eating food, you're eating specific states of consciousness. And that state of consciousness is set up by the divine. What do we know? You know, one of these guys wrote a good book one time of comparing different fruits and nuts to different body parts, organs and glands. And so I thought it was pretty insightful, you know, that you do that. Although eating grapes and apples are good for every tissue in the body. Uh, it was thought that different fruits are specifically good for different parts of the body and could be. But with the herbs the same way, you know, they are excellent for different body parts. And so the whole process of regeneration is those herbs. If you look at these herbs and you know, well, let's say you're the creator and you know, of course, all man's not going to eat right. It's all going to get out of balance. So you got the herbs, right? Now, those herbs, you're going to you're going to put in them the ability to help specific areas of the body. Those herbs are good for man or beast, right? So that's the cool thing about that is that these herbs help to move that back to the original consciousness. Now, if you looked at genetics as lower states of consciousness, right? Spiritually, and you start bringing your levels of energy up. Cells will a great example is you can take an atypical uh, a pap smear. So you have some atypical cells on the vaginal wall. I can use this tea, turn these atypical cells around in about a week. So at a certain point, and they're not atypical, they go into the cancer levels. So they're just dying cells. Okay, but cells can rebuild at a certain level. And me and Pat, we're always figuring out. I wonder what level that is because she's the AMP professor, right? So it's like you never see things like that because medical isn't about that level of thinking. We're about that level of thinking. We're naturopathic. And so we want to know at what level of cell deterioration can you stop that and rebuild that as long as you stay change what first it, the, the pH of interstitial or the condition of interstitial fluid. That's the fluid around the cells themselves. That impact then will have on the cytoplasm the fluid of the cell. 
and all that begins to change. Fluidity comes in because you be, you're adding high electrolyte, high electrons. So you're you're neutralizing, bring those protons into more of a balance, and you're creating fluidity of a lipid-based system called the lymphatic system. When you look at cell mutation and you or genetics, you simply have to ask what cytochemistry is doing that. And I don't see how on any level that you could come to an alkalosis scenario with that. Uh, you would be long passed out and uh, even though you're corrosive at 13 and 12 and, you know, Keegan's 11, you never would want to ingest 11, not even 9. Remember, we talked about that. So realize that as you use botanicals and you use the raw living food, you're, you're talking about something far greater than just vitamins and minerals and enzymes and coenzymes and all that crap and the salts because it's not vitamins and minerals like, like they put it out there. You're, all, these, all these nutrients out of the ground, these inorganics have become organic and I look at chemistry a little differently. When the family's bonded, I, I consider that organic. When the family's unbonded, I consider that inorganic. You know, keeping it simple, keeping it simple. So that's that, looking at regeneration of these children and, and Downs is a great example, a good case that you can regenerate Downs. I, I don't think there's anything. I've always wanted the worst of worses so we could, we could really do that. Leprosy, there's so many bad cases there. I mean, I, I can't tell you, my dear friend, at what level. I mean, we've seen people's looks change hair grow back. I mean, we've seen everything you can imagine, you know, modeled, straight, again, nice, better than ever. I mean, just so when you see going back, I think that you're energizing that cell and its consciousness, its memory. It's got a memory part of the mind itself. Its memory, of course, is going to be affecting what? Chromosome DNA, right? So that's memories. Now, question would be, what part of that is connected to the astral energies? You know, because now, and then you're into the causal. Because you have to have memories, because life can't exist at this level without the causal world and having real duality. You kind of lose that, like I said, in pure mind. You kind of lose that sense of duality. That's why it's so nervotic and cause Christ consciousness, basically. Cosmic, whatever word you want to seek for that, the nirvanic state. Not the true consciousness, but it's so close that, you know, it is bumping it. And if you didn't know that individualization is the illusion, you could stay in that level of cosmic consciousness for eons and eons of time, I'm told. I, I knew it when I had it. And I knew because I had already been to the higher level, so I already knew that the difference between the individualized self and having nothing, you know, you have to shed yourself. You have to let go of everything you see, even yourself, you know. You just have to not care anymore about even yourself. And then you become the big self. It's amazing. Yep. So, 
Uh, that's I, I love this question, and I, I, I would love to see. First, you got to get 100% raw. If you really want the best genetic remembering, my opinion, fruit, fruit, fruit. Go to the species. We're a frugivore species. How can you prove us wrong? I mean, my God, we've used every every part of omnivores, uh, carnivores, uh, herbivores to prove it. So that you know, and of course, those on fruit are getting remedies like nobody's business. Our problem is always the same. The more the the worse the fruit is grown, the more acidic it becomes. The better a fruit is grown and the tree is grown, the sweeter it is, baby. <laughs> I mean, it's just in how you take care of those trees and the locations and stuff. And put some fine trees in some pyramid greenhouses. Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, I, I can imagine. I mean, remember I showed you that watermelon, that picture of that watermelon that guy sent me? It's big. I'd love to have been there at the cutting of that puppy. Oh my God. I, I've never seen one that big, an actual touching one. That big. Uh, and just wonder what it's like inside, you know? Something that big? Is it good? Is it, you know, don't wait too long? That sort of thing. But I, this is the level that I love. And it's a level that all of you will get to because. When you realize the body is moving through its simplistic regeneration cycles, whether you're there or not. In other words, when you go on a fruit diet or a raw food diet and you take some herbs to get the help get the kidneys moving, kind of budge up those endocrine glands, fix any pituitary or actual genetic endocrine gland weakness, that's when the glandulars can be a little bump on you. Even with children, a little bump with the glandular. So what you're doing with a glandular is you're taking, uh, let's say, uh, an adrenal gland who's sitting there going, you know what, and this is where this, this individual is going to run into is a ton of kidney and adrenal problems because to have anything else of a mutation, you have to have kidney and adrenals down because blood does not mutate you unless you got some wacko chemistry feeding into that blood to where you had time to, to cause all that. You're going to have the inflammatory response first. You're going to have a lot of things happening with that. So Nixa, Ixa on the blood idea. Now, let's go to what system becomes agglomerated, what side of chemistry breaks things down and mutates things. And it is the acidic corrosive side of chemistry that does that. And you're going to always find that in the lymphatic system. You're always going to find lymphatic stagnation. And you're going to always see, remember, thymus and pituitary when you see mutations. So never forget about the thymus. You can do thymus thumping and there is thymus glandulars. But these endocrine glands are down in these children. Take a look at yourself. If you're short or tall and you have a young one, you're passing a pituitary. Well, here we go. Pituitary controls thyroid, parathyroid. There's your calcium channels. There's your postpartums. There's your poor kids taking your teeth out and your bones out, and then they're not doing well either. So I mean, there's all of that going on. There's the adrenals with the anxieties and 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 all the uh, the, the the breathing and bowels and heart. Yeah, yeah. You want to want to take care of the kids and take care of mamas with these babies in them. Mama, start right now, you know, and start eating raw if you know that you have any problems with the fetus because you have to, you just have to understand mutations happen in the acidic realm. And you can sit there and be acidic far more than you can be highly alkaline. 
you know you can sit around 3 pH in your body and you you know having a 12 pH for too long I don't see that happening but you're holding 3 pH ow arthritis uh, fibromyalgia oh, ow oh <laughs> so bad 3 pH so I could go to a medical doctor and oncologist say you know what I need a little chemotherapy this is really hurting this is 3 pH you got any 2 pH who would do that 10 times hotter you have a substance 10 times now that's if it's a good chemotherapy if you get the bad chemotherapy you're down probably 1.5 1.6 that's going to be uh, five times hotter than two so <laughs> can you imagine something that you're putting in your veins five times hotter than hydrochloric acid and they force your children to do that and they convince humans that are not thinking properly that this could save your life you got about a six percent chance well once we add the five years in there maybe not that much what do you think sends me out there tell you right now sends me out there Anita love you thanks so much for that I tell you what have fun working with these children because that's a whole nother world and regeneration I just love it take a look at our regeneration tissue on, on uh, video on DR Morris TV take a look at that and look at a specific well the toe is obvious take a look at that young man where the, uh, the dad you know shook him violently broke his legs fractured his lung uh, I forget what else except the brain has slapped him so hard many times that part of the brain deteriorated so back to normal regeneration of brain tissue regeneration of tissue throughout the body now remember that case we had to go through mother she was too scared to give him herbs after that kind of trauma I said honey I know I get it I get it I get it you must do it so she went on a fruit diet and used the herbs and this young man is running around as normal as, as can be now and freaking out the AMA we freaked you guys out for a lot of years here you should be coming on our side going you know what I love naturopathy it isn't what we thought it was it's a healing art and that's why our school is called the International School of the Healing Arts and Sciences and yes you can turn it off I'm good uh, love you guys I gotta run thank you so much for this question working with kids you need help you let me know I love people like that gotta run